When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke, joined by the world famous Jason Shear, taking a couple minutes off from TV cable interviews to be able to just join us from the mere confines of his home. Hello, Shear. Hello, Mike. Glad How you doing, man? Always glad to be with you, Mike. Yeah, that's what we like to hear around here. All right. So we got a lot to get to this show. We're going to talk about the future dem- or the further demise of the Pac-12, where Arizona basketball and football fits in in the Big 12. We're going to go through football camp and we're going to preview the Israel trip right here. But first and foremost, why don't we make fun? Why don't we make fun of the Pac-12 a little bit here before we get started? Um, it's obviously made the rounds a lot, but uh, ASU's Michael Crow, or excuse me, Ray Anderson, doing no favors to the uh, Big 12 fans out there by uh, joking that he wouldn't uh, be going to Morgantown, and um, it didn't go off very well, Sheer. And I think we're, I think the rest of the Big 12 is seeing why the ASU uh, program is such a door jam. I'm sure it was supposed to be a joke, but I mean, you got to read the room. Like you got to understand you're, you're new to this conference. You're coming from a conference that literally said no to joining with the big 12 years ago. Right. So like you gotta be like with open arms and for him to make that comment uh, about one of the most passionate fan bases in the big 12 was just wild. And he apologized today. Um, I don't even know if it matters if he apologized to be honest, but it is absolutely hilarious that ASU's not technically in the Big 12 yet, and it's probably already the most hated team in the Big 12. Well, doesn't it also show you how tone deaf that administration is right there about uh, this is not the time to be joking, especially when it's basically an open secret at this point that um, you did not want to make this move and you put every roadblock up possible to prevent this move while rubber stamping Larry Scott at the same time. Yeah, the whole point of that presser should have been how excited you are to join the Big 12 and to get rid of the narrative that you were the one kind of slowing everything down. Because by then, you're right, it was public knowledge that ASU was slowing everything down. So get rid of that. Get rid of that narrative. And instead, Crow and Anderson made it super obvious that ASU did not – I don't remember who it was. It was a national guy that said, this is the least excited I've ever seen a team to join a new conference. Like, there was no excitement whatsoever. There was no excitement whatsoever. And, again, I think that you can uh, you can attribute a lot of that to, like I said, Michael Crow, who we are, we are going to continue to talk about on this show. All right. we uh, Now, as far as the Pac-12 goes, you got uh, four schools left. You're talking about possibly Cal and Stanford going to the ACC. 
I don't know logistically how that uh, how that works, how that travel works, especially for a Cal athletic department that doesn't care about sports. Um, I do feel bad for Oregon State and Washington State. I just don't see how those schools are going to be able to maintain, though. Yeah, you know, Stanford and Cal, it looks like they're together. I don't know how Cal's going to work. I really don't. Let's say they join the ACC, and that's not a guarantee. It's going to be up to ESPN because if ESPN doesn't want to pay Stanford and Cal, Stanford and Cal aren't joining the ACC. It's as simple as that. Um, And then it came out today that, like, SMU is willing to pay the first three years with no money back, which is insane. Like, if you're a conference, you you probably take that. Right. You spread out the money to the other teams. Um, and then, you know, Oregon State's the one I feel bad about because they have a legitimately good football team and, and football makes money and all that. And their fans do exist. Yeah. And so I, I to me, they're, they're going to be a Mountain West, Pac-12, whatever happens with that. But Stanford, Stanford holds the cards right now. Right. By the way, uh, Oakley Burklow, great name, by the way. We have so many people here that have much better names than we do. Sure. I was on a, a podcast last night with Matthias Schwartzkopf, another great name, by oh, the way. Good. But um, uh, Oakley says, uh, has ASU even had an official press conference like CU, U of A and uh, UU or just uh, answered questions outside? Uh, no, they have not. They went out there. It looked very unprofessional and they answered a couple questions and then uh, then left. And that kind of yeah. was to their credit, they answered questions before everyone, but it still wasn't like you had Hiki and Robbins in a suit and tie. You had the Utah suit and tie answering questions, and these guys are out, and it was weird. All right. We've got a lot of people that want to talk about a little bit about the press conference that Arizona had right here. Um, first of all, where is your uh, Dave Hiki appreciation piece that you promised? I got it. I Don't worry. It's coming this week. You have my word. It's been a busy 72 hours or whatever. All right. Um, Here's where this comes down. In my opinion, this was political speak right there because um, with uh, with Bobby Robbins, where you go out there and say, um, yeah, the linear deal was not what we were looking for and making it akin to Girl Scout cookie selling and then talking about how you didn't really have a reach if you're not on a linear cable and then saying we were going to uh, sign this as a blood oath right there. I believe that this was uh, Bobby Robbins essentially saying that, um, yes, uh, we were going to go through the process, wink, wink, but it just wasn't ever going to be good enough. That's the vibes that I got from that. I think a lot of people got those vibes. Yeah, I thought it was pretty obvious. I, I, look, I know what Robin said. We were going to sign the grant and write, but but always look at the wording, right? We right. intended to sign it. Well, sure, like I intended – to, to win the lottery the other day, right. but I did. Like, I intend to date Selma Hayek. Right. It's like, but but you weren't going, they weren't going to sign it. I am very confident in saying, and you would agree, I assume, that there was no way that they were going to go in and sign that on Friday morning. And, you know, it, it, and a good hint to that is throughout the presser, Robbins, whenever he brought up Apple, whatever, would always go back to the fact that it was a bad deal. He didn't hold back at all. This deal was not good enough. The visibility was not there. The money wasn't great. It was cool, with, you know, technologically speaking. But other than that, it wasn't a good deal. You don't do that and then say, oh, yeah, but we were going to sign it. Yes, exactly. And that's, again, that's kind of how this all went down. On top of that as well, um, he basically he had put that out there, what he needed to see from a cable deal. And let's be honest here. Let's not forget that they applied to be in the Big 12 Thursday night. Yeah, and I think there's something people got to remember too. 
this wasn't like not only did he say he wanted he wanted 50 percent streaming maybe he would have gone for 60 40. he said at the presser and it came out also in other reports that day this was a hundred percent streaming apple would not put in the contract that it would guarantee any linear component meaning if apple wanted to they could have kept the entire thing there's a possibility that the pac-12 wouldn't have been on the main television for anything and there's no way you could sign that deal would you uh you want to take a little bit of a victory lap when he confirmed what you reported about 23 million or about 23 million dollars or so sure you want to take a little bit of a victory yeah, lap? Yeah, no, no, as soon as he said that <laughs> i know i looked like i was a chicken wing right there <laughs> me and mike were smiling throughout that entire presser just like yep we reported that yep 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 yeah it was uh, there was a lot of confirmation there which we like all right <laughs> Now, we're going to talk about Arizona's spot in the Big 12 when it comes to football and basketball. The great Jacob Franklin has come up with a tier list. But first, sheer bet MGM. Here's the deal. We both like the over of five. We are going to continue to tell you guys this. Big 12 country, get on bet MGM and take the over of five for Arizona football. We vouch for it. Here's the deal. Sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to 1000 back in bonus bets. If it loses, check out the show notes for full details. Let's hear the great Shane Diefenbach with the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. All right, let's talk basketball first and about where Arizona fits in this. By the way, Arizona fans, I know this is going to uh, annoy some of you, but I've got to I've got to put this out there. Um, we're in a new conference after this year. I love going to the Pac-12 tournament in Las Vegas more than anything. It is a highlight. It's the only thing the Pac-12 ever did. But we got to stop complaining about that. It makes us look silly right here. You don't go into somebody's house that is much better than the house you left and then complain about the dessert. Sheer, would you agree with me on this? Yeah, I was going to go with you don't go into someone's house and rearrange the furniture, right? right. And like, well, I don't. What's wrong with going to Kansas City for the conference tournament? It's right. great. Who cares? And, and Vegas is awesome, but you're not going to get these teams to come west to Vegas. Why would Why would they? And I, if I was Kansas, I'd say, in what world would I want to go to Vegas for my conference tournament? And again, if you're Kansas, this is Kansas's. Uh, this is Kansas's basketball of. Uh, uh, conference right here again Arizona's looking to make its move obviously but Kansas is still the big dog here so let's talk a little bit about we're going to break this down into tiers right here and if you could pull this up Mr. Jacob Franklin this would be much appreciated as to where Arizona uh, stacks up in the grand scheme of things wow. in back in basketball sheer I'm not uh, pull. I told you this was coming right here so don't did get you, surprised. Did you did you make this Mike no I can't possibly make something <laughs> like that that was definitely a Jacob Franklin brainchild right there. All right. Let's go with – all right, we'll have about this. We'll just go left to right right here. Baylor, top tier, Jason Shear. They won a national championship. You've had three number one seeds in the last six years. You used to hate Scott Drew. You now admit that you were wrong. Scott Drew is a leader of men. I go into tier one. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. It's, it's tier one. All right. 
Bay, or excuse me, BYU now. We side with BYU over uh, Utah in the Holy War right now. Um, I am going to go BYU. I am going to put them in. I'm going to put them in tier four. What do you want? I would say tier four. They're not the worst of the conference, but they're, you know, they're average. We'll just, yes. let's, let's call them average. Let's call them average. Houston. Houston, a, a new child to all of this. Houston, I think, has got to go in tier one, Sheer. It feels weird to say it, but tier one for Sheer one? Yeah, it's a little tough because they're in a new conference and they're going from a conference that wasn't very good, but they're still a good team. So right. I'll, I'll go tier one. Look at you just skipping over West Virginia. I got Oh, you. sorry, West Virginia. Kirk Carissa, our guy. Um, your guy. Uh, let's see here. Now, West Virginia right here. I am yeah, going to tricky. What's that? That's a little tricky now. West Virginia is tricky. Um, overall, I believe that West Virginia is a tier two program. It is a little bit different, though, now because you obviously lost Bob Huggins. You're in a little bit of a transition. Um, I am going to play it safe right here. And West Virginia fans, we have all the respect in the world for you, but I am going to put them in tier three. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to go tier two. I think they should be in tier two. All right. right. I I think they should be in tier two with the belief that, like, like you mentioned, like Huggins is gone. We don't know what's going to happen without Huggins. So it very well could drop to tier three. Conservative tier three is fine. I would probably go two if they had Huggins. So we'll we'll see. All right, Jacob Franklin, put it at tier Sheer. All right, I'm going to let Sheer have the uh, Sheer have the tiebreaker on this one. I get the next tiebreaker. All right, so there's tier two. Just a right, heads up, the, ne- the the Cincinnati logo. It's here. It just uh-huh. it's it no, blends in. So oh. the next one is technically Cincinnati. By the way, Jacob Franklin, I actually, Jacob Franklin, stay on the screen for a second. I had somebody ask who the great Jacob Franklin was yesterday when, or the day before when he came into the presser. And I told them that he was a basketball recruit. And the guy said, I figured he had to be invited with something with as tall as he was. Jakob Franklin from uh, Germany. I can't just exist without playing athletics just because I'm tall. Oh, Jacob. But you Uh, know what? Yeah. Jacob Franklin. All right, Jacob. Thanks. Appreciate you, man. All right. <laughs> Cincinnati. All right. Cincinnati's a weird one. You you were wrong on West Miller. I was right on West Miller. I like West Miller. I am I going wrong. He hasn't done anything. How am I wrong? They won like 23 games last year for something. I missed it. Like. How did they do in the tournament? I miss it. All right. I'm going to go tier three right now, but I think they have the potential to reach tier two. What say you? I mean, I'm giving you the time breaker, but they're tier four. Tier four? Right there with BYU. What's the difference between Cincinnati and BYU? I am go- well. Cincinnati, I think. All right. Over the next five years, you think the BYU and Cincinnati will have similar success? Is this what Jason Shear is saying? Yes. All right. Well, I'm going tier three. I think that's nonsense. I All think right. that's the tiebreaker. I'm just saying. And by the way, BYU fans, keep in mind, I like you over Utah. I don't like Utah fans. They very much annoy me. All right, Iowa State. First of all, there's a lot of good Iowa State people out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Very impressed by. I've been on two Iowa State radio stations. I didn't. Uh, um, also, our guy TJ did a pretty good job this past year at Iowa State. Here, someone, a radio guy, Chris Williams, my guy over in Iowa State, sent me a bottle of whiskey for coming on his show. There's a story behind this. You're gonna laugh. I'm gonna say real quick. Uh, I said thank you right away. This is like a thing for his bigger guest that he does. He sent one to Stuart Mandel, and Stuart Mandel never said thank you. 
And so it's like a running well, joke. That's why I tweeted, thank you so much for the whiskey. Well, Stewart's had a lot of uh, – Stewart, <laughs> Stewart wasn't ahead of the curve on a lot of this reporting. This is another tough one, though. Iowa State's another tough one. Because Iowa State, if you look at it, Sheer, I mean, if you're in the top 25 last year, I mean – Yeah. I'm going to go tier three right now, but it would not surprise me if they move up a little bit. I agree with that. Let's go that. That's All right. We're going to go Iowa State tier three right there. Okay. Now, Kansas, tier five, they stink. <laughs> I never heard of them. Yeah. I almost thought, when, we first, when I first saw this, I almost thought about putting Kansas in the first tier and then starting with everybody else on the second. Right. By the way, Jacob Franklin, how how short do I have to keep this segment so that I can make it a clip? Or you I can, can make- you can take this as long as you, the ASU ones were probably twenty minutes on football and twenty minutes on basketball. But I can turn but this into a clip. list is so different than theirs. They did exactly what Shear said. They put Kansas at the top, and nobody else even touched the top tier. Can I? Well, I can't. I got to put a team that just won a national title the last. And that's fair. You have your, that's fine. I'm good with that. I'm just, it's funny to watch because I produced that show for them as well. And their, their list was very, very different. What is the, what is the time period I have to keep this, this under so that I can turn this around into a, uh, uh, turn this around. That's what he's saying, Jacob. Doesn't matter. All right, cool. All right. We're against no time, uh, time constraints. I get what the ASU guys did. Kansas belongs on its own tier. I agree, but I have a hard time not putting Baylor in there at that point because Baylor has now emerged as a top 10 program. I realize, but we're talking Kansas basketball here. All right, fair enough. Do you want to move Baylor down to West Virginia? No, it it would be everyone would move down. Jacob knows what what I'm saying. Yeah, this. This is what I'm saying. I'm going going Kansas tier. All right. Yes, Kansas has its own tier. How about that? Yes, this is what I'm talking. There you go, Jacob. Jacob, that was a great audible right there. We appreciate you. Leader of men. Kansas State. I like Kansas State a great deal. I am, I'm I'm bullish on what they're doing and what they're doing going forward. I am going to put them in that tier with West Virginia right there. I like Jerome Tang. I like how he builds his program. I like the players he brought in. I'm putting them in with West Virginia, and I think they have a better upside than West Virginia. Yeah, I would agree with that. You, they're not as good as Baylor and Houston, but I mean they could reach that tier. I'm curious what happens with without George and Noel and, and how Tang. I, I like Jerome Tang a lot, but right now they're on tier three. Okay, Oklahoma State. They got rid of your guy Travis Ford, who you thought was an amazing coach that we uh, admired his mediocrity from afar. It's weird to say this, but I'm going to put them with BYU. I don't I don't envision Oklahoma State being very good for a while. Nah, me neither. I mean, look, if you're not good with Kate Cunningham, what are you going to be good with? True. All right. Now, TCU. Jamie Dixon has done a very, very good job there. I think they're squarely in that Kansas State realm right there, Sheer. I would agree with that. Right. Us. Dude, we're doing good. All right. Texas Tech. Obviously, the Texas Tech offseason has been uh, uh, one, one above there, Jacob Franklin. Keep going. Keep going. There you go. There you go. All right. Um, Texas Tech. Um, well, you had to get rid of Mark Adams. Um, <laughs> that would talk about a mess right there. Uh, you you are five years removed from being in the national title game, though, which counts a lot for me. I am going to put them in that Cincinnati Iowa State realm right there, Sheer. I would agree with that. I think they're probably closer to three than five, though. I like okay. them asking a lot. They're going to be one of those teams that they're not going to score a lot at all but they're going to be really good defensively. 
Um, and it, it wouldn't surprise me if they were kind of they kind of moved. And I heard that I, again. This is one of these new Big Twelve experiences that basketball games at Tech are insane. Right, for sure. Okay, UCF. I think they're at the bottom tier. I like UCF fans. I am, I'm more bullish on your football than I am your basketball. But Johnny Dawkins stinks. We've watched Johnny Dawkins, and in a major conference and in the best conference in college basketball. I think that they are going to struggle mightily. I put them at the bottom tier. Yeah, uh, there's no question. Right. Okay. Colorado, your guy, Tad Boyle. By the way, over or under uh, Colorado getting a seven seed this year, Sheer? Uh, I think they can get a seven. I think your your post that you had was a little crazy. All I said is yeah. I'm buying them. Yeah, buying them for what? Like a seven seed? Is that buying them? I think they're a fringe top 25 team. I don't. Well, you just said no you thought they could be a seven seed. That's a fringe top 25 team, sure. Uh, is it? Well, then no. Eight seed, nine seed. Top All right. Five. I'm putting Colorado. I'm putting Col- – I, I know it's between it's between the Cincinnati and the BYU tier, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I put them closer to BYU than I would right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put With Colorado upside. in there as well. BYU – Although I do think they are clearly better than BYU and Oklahoma State right now. That's fair. But they're in there. Sorry, you guys are the uh, – you're the – well, whatever. I'll get in trouble for saying that. <laughs> okay. Now, we've got uh, – all right, what do we got? Oh, Utah. I think Utah uh, – I think Utah is going to really struggle in basketball in this conference. Um, I do like – I do like the coach, though. I have no one in mind here. I'm just warning you. Are you really going to put Utah below BYU? Do you understand what you would be starting? Yeah, I know. I'm going to put them in that second to last realm right there. There you go. There you go. All right. ASU, they're going to be last. ASU. I I want to give myself credit here for making this point. ASU is last. If I'm – and I think you agree with this. If I'm Bobby Hurley, this is my last year at ASU if I can help it. I am gone out of this conference before I join the Big 12. I want nothing to do with this. Jacob Franklin, where did the ASU guys put ASU, by the way? Did they have them at, like, level two? They put them a tier above D, so they were in the C tier. Wow. Do they, yeah, UCF I think was, they made the, I mean, you have to remember, they although it was a playing game, they did make the tournament, so it is hard to put them down in the worst tier. No, it's no, not. I just did it. it. Yeah, we just did it. It was really easy. Jacob, it was super easy. You clicked and you dragged it over. I think there's some bias in that, but I'm just going to. All right. <laughs> All right, Jacob, you're dismissed. All right, now <laughs> Arizona uh, squarely with uh, squarely yeah. with Baylor, Houston. Um, so I think I think that's a pretty that's good list right there, Jason Shear. We did an absolutely fan. I don't think anyone on Twitter will disagree with us. Not one person. All right, I'm ending the timestamp at 22:50 for that sh- uh, clip right there. Uh, for or is it a sh- clip or is it a short, Jacob Franklin? Short clip. No, no. A short is under a minute, I believe. Jacob Franklin. It would be a clip. It would be a clip, Mike. Okay, a clip. All right. Like you, you can see my some of my deficiencies in play right here. All right. Now we're going to talk football here in a second because this is a lot of fun right here. But first, we got to talk about Circle K. We talked about Circle K at U of A football practice yesterday with Jeff Bowe. This is true. Yes, it is very true. And he said there wasn't enough healthy food, which I didn't understand. Yeah, I didn't understand that either because you know what you can do? You can go get a protein bar at um, 
at Circle K. Here's the deal, though. Make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff. Right now, text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on a 32-ounce Polar Pop. It might sound a little too good to be true. It's not. Check it out. Sheer can vouch for this. This is true, Sheer. Very true. Everything you say is true, Mike. This is true. All right. Now, let's go to football where Arizona uh, falls in these tiers, Mr. Jacob Franklin. The Big 12 for football is wild. I was looking Dude. at this last night. It is a wild conference. There, I and, and I've seen people catch on nationally of this. There, it might wind up being the most fun conference in America. I saw a national guy put that out there, actually. So, it's wild. all right. This Baylor. Baylor is an interesting one because they're coming off a uh, they're coming off not a great season, but Baylor's highs are very high. Their lows are very low. The reason I am going to put them in that uh, that second tier right there is because they've had three different coaches finish in the top 12 in the last 12, 13 years. It's a multi-coach school. That means a lot to me right there, Sheer, because it shows me that it's not just one coach that can win there. Yeah, I know they struggled a little bit last year, but I, I love their head coach. I like their program. I, I would put them solidly in that second tier. Yeah, all right, Jacob Franklin. There you go. Now, BYU. Um, BYU is also fascinating because, obviously, Kalani Sataki's done a good job. Bronco Mendenhall had about six or seven years where you were in the top 25 as well. Um it's a it's a good it's a good program. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Um I'm I'm vacillating between putting him in the second and that third tier, Sheer. What say you? To me, it's an average program, which isn't an insult, by the way. I, I would put him in that third tier. You got they're never gonna challenge, in my opinion, to win the conference, but they're never gonna be super bad either. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, all right, Sheer. You uh Sheer, all of your national profile that you've oh, Cincinnati now gets interesting right here. I'm going to put Cincinnati in the tier with BYU. There's a lot of questions. Obviously, Cincinnati is a year or two removed from being in the uh, college football playoffs where they got annihilated. Um, you got questions about how they're going to be in the Big 12, but I think they're going to be a solid – I think it's a solid program at this point. I could also see them going down a notch. Don't there, forget sure. Emory Jones at quarterback this year. Yeah, that's not oh, a that's good right. thing. I, I think you're right. I actually think they're more likely to go up than down. Okay. But I don't – I mean, they've had they're they're well coached. It's Luke Fickle not there anymore. Don't be fickle about this choice here. Yeah, but they're also one of these teams that like uh, like how are they going to do? Like their conference had what Tulane and UCF, right? So True. I mean, yeah, uh, we're good. I like it. Next to BYU works. Houston. I am bullish on the future of Houston football and basketball in the Big 12. I think that you could make the case they're going to be the biggest beneficiary of coming to the Big 12. I put them in that uh, BYU-Cincinnati realm right there, and I think they have upside to possibly move up after a couple years. I'm bullish on Utah right there. Yeah, I agree. I'd put them right strongly in that tier, and now that they're able to recruit uh, a conference that is very heavily Texas, it's, it's going to be real interesting. Okay, now we got Iowa State. I have a the person on Twitter keeps asking me if I think that Glenn Campbell is going to leave Iowa State. <laughs> he will not leave Iowa State because he is not at Iowa State. It is Matt Campbell right there. This is a tough place to win, and we love our Iowa State fans, but Iowa State football is a tough gig. Um, it, it is, and he's done a pretty good job right there. If you finish in the top 25, I am going to put it, though, the realm below BYU right there, sure. Yeah, it's tough. They were bad last year. 
Uh, it's not an easy conference to win. It's only getting harder. Uh, you know, Matt Campbell strikes me as one of these guys that I've, I'm always a believer that when you reach your peak in a program, you should yeah. probably leave. Matt Campbell's one of these guys where, I mean, he's getting paid so much money, he probably doesn't care, but maybe he should have left. I, I would agree with you in that tier. He and Bobby T- Hurley should be looking for the same place. All right. Yes. Lance Leopold, who, by the way, has lived in Crete, Nebraska before he went to Doan. He's done a very nice job there, but Kansas is another brutal place to win at. Um, I'm putting it in that Iowa State realm there, sure. You're not putting him lower? They got I mean, him in the last year, don't they? Until they can move up. Like, I get that they were better last year, but better. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, you get that one. I get it. All right. Thank you, Kansas State, one of the most underrated two-sport programs in the country right now, right here. Obviously, you got uh, Chris Kleiman's done a very good job right there from North Dakota State originally. Um, got paid a boatload of money. I am putting Kansas State in that BYU-Houston uh, realm right there, especially when you consider the history with our guy Bill Snyder. So Kansas State has had at least eight wins in three of the last four years. Right. You can make an argument that they're right there with Baylor in terms of consistency. I'm going to put them in that that third tier with BYU with the caveat that they could absolutely move up. Yes. I'm, yes, I'm there with it. But we like, I like Kansas State fans. I, uh, all right. Like if Arizona, if Arizona was Kansas State football, would any of us complain? No. Give them a lifetime contract. Yeah, you make the bowl every year, once in a while. You have a really good team. That's what Arizona football should strive to be. Oklahoma State squarely in that second realm with Baylor right there. Yeah, I would agree with that. No uh, no complaints. All right, TCU. Um, we got to put TCU in that top realm yeah. uh, because you're coming off playing in the national title game. Keep in mind, too, under Gary Patterson, you had eight, and I felt really, really cool right here telling uh, uh, U of A football SID – Eight top ten finishes in twenty years. Obviously, with Gary Patterson, that's uh, that that's the apex right there. TCU, right? Yeah, and I'm also glad now I could tell Big Twelve fans about how uh, Sonny Dykes wanted to land Cam Newton and put him at tight end for Nick Foles. That is a good point. All right, Texas Tech, right here. You want to go? You want to handle this one here first year? Oh come on, you're doing that on purpose. This one's tough, man. It is this tough. One, I I. You know, I'd, I'd put them right with Kansas State. I think yeah. they're solid. They're never going to be fantastic, but they're probably not going to be, like, super bad or anything. Arizona's already played Tech a few times. I, I, I would – yeah. I, I feel – I have a hard time putting them, though, with with uh, Kansas State and BYU being that those are teams that are a lot of times finishing in the top 25. Yeah, you know what? That's what I was saying. That's why I hesitated. Let's put them next to Iowa State. I'm putting them with Iowa State right there. Okay, now, uh, let's see here. UCF, we made fun of UCF for uh, basketball. I think they will do much better in football. It's going to be a little bit of a transition, though, as well. I am going to put them in that Iowa State-Texas Tech range. I'm going to surprise you here, Mike. Have you seen how Gus Malzahn is recruiting? Yes, I have. Uh, They landed two four-star players yesterday. They've got the best class in the Big 12 right now. I'm putting them on that Kansas State level. I think Gus is gonna is gonna have that a very solid football team. And they've had three coaches now that have been successful there: and Josh Heupel, Scott Frost, grrr, and um, obviously uh, 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 Gus Malzahn. All right, I'm fine with that. Jacob Franklin, he overrules me right there. Go ahead and put that in there. All right, now 
West Virginia, Rich Rod. By the way, is there any way that we can get Rich Rod back to West Virginia? I am trying. I will yeah. try. All right. Um, with I, I'm going to put West Virginia historically because of what they've been able to do. Um, and I think it's a place that you can win at. I am going to put them in that uh, tier right there with BYU, Kansas State, UCF. Yeah, but I, I will say this. They better make a bowl this year because Neil Brown is 22 and 25. Like you, he doesn't have a winning record in his time. You, you, were a lot, you were a lot bigger Neil Brown fan than I was. I was. I thought Neil Brown would have been a really solid hire for Arizona, but they landed their big fish. Do you want to tell them how you put Neil Brown on a uh, coaching hot board and what the re- rationale was? Yeah, he signed up for a subscription. I don't know why I just said that. He signed up during the coaching search, and I said, well, he's in it. Let's go. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, like, we knew that Rich Rod was serious because his son signed up for a subscription, like, the day that uh, the previous coach was fired. I was like, okay, you don't you don't just sign up for random schools' subscriptions. True. WVU could do a lot worse than Rich Rod, though. We do agree on this. We have to get Rich Rod back to West Virginia. That's where he belongs. I think it's very it's very split whether or not he would be welcomed there. I, I think it's insane. I think he'd be perfect there. I think Absolutely. he's probably I think he's also learned from his mistakes to a certain extent um about, you know, knowing that you actually have to recruit. So, uh I I, I would put them I think it would be a great hire. Um K-State Marks uh, Simmons says K-State should be with Baylor and OSU. That seems to be the case. A lot of a lot of people seem to be disagreeing with your K State placement. I, you know, I said, I said, guys, you you have it on record, Jacob, that I would probably lean towards putting them up. You did say that the the ASU guys did have actually the OSU was down and K State was up. I, I got to put no OSU. OSU definitely belongs in there in that second tier. I would, we can move K-State up to two. No, let's move K-State up. You know what? The people are the people the are people holding. are riding. And then Tech, that's the other one. There's somebody in there that said the placement of Tech wasn't wasn't right. Look, we got to have tech. some schools here lower, you know? Yeah, I mean, we can't have everybody mid-tier. All right, Kansas State, the people have spoken. We've done it. By the way, I believe that Bill Snyder is a top 10 coach of all time in college football. That is for you Kansas State people out there. All right, Absolutely. now, Colorado, I'm putting with Iowa State and Texas Tech. Um, no. <laughs> no. Mike, I know – look, are you doing this based on what you think it will be in the future? Because yeah. right now they are with Kansas. Yeah, well, they're with Kansas right now, but I do think that they have upward mobility. But so does Kansas. Not like Colorado. That's fine. I think – I would I'll, – I'll give you that. But right now, if we're looking at the programs as they stand right now – Colorado's on that last year. Who would be more? Who's going to be more successful the next three years? Texas Tech or Colorado? Probably Colorado, but it's not a guarantee. All right, fine. Okay, fine. Um, Utah, <laughs> uh, number one, first. Year. Utah's got to be up there with TCU. I hate yes. saying this because I can't stand Utah fan right now, but Utah, Kyle Whittingham is as good a coach as there is in college football. He just is. I think Utah is going to be a problem in Big 12 football. I do too. All right. Now the state schools right here. All right. Arizona State. I'm going to put Arizona State. We got to be careful. I know we do. Let's go. (laughs) All right. That's the show. That's the show. All right. Arizona State. um, Arizona State's probably with Colorado and Texas Tech. 
Um, Arizona State's with Colorado, and I got to put Arizona in there as well, although I do believe that Arizona has more upward mobility potential than ASU, though, because of Jed Fish, the fisher of good recruits. Yeah, I mean, look, if we're going right now, forgetting the next few years, the last year would be Kansas, Colorado, and Arizona. Right. We believe in the future of the fish. We believe in Deion Sanders, so that's why it looks like that. Right. Okay. So that's where we, that's where we're all right now. Again, I, uh, I think, and I think this is a pretty fair list to be honest with you right here. Where was, where, where did the ASU guys have ASU in Arizona? Yeah. Jacob Franklin, come back in here, please. Um, actually let me look on their Twitter. I'm pretty, no, they were pretty reasonable that, I mean, no way. For the mo- they were reasonable for the most part. I will at least give them credit for that. But it, uh, U of A, U of A was in the C tier like they are right now. And I think they did put ASU in the C tier as well. All right. All right. Um, I told you they were reasonable. They have them in the series. See, I think that's a little too high for both, but I would, especially for ASU, but U of A, I could see moving up there. I don't see. Well, no, the C tier. So there's C tier tier at the top. C tier is what you have them in right now. Oh, I got you. All right. So I was looking for a, I was looking for an argument and no tech is not. As you say, you do have a tech fan in here that is, that is not happy with. What about Jackson State? Do we have a Jackson State? Where's the Jackson Jackson State lady at? (laughs) Oh, um, all right. Let's By the way, Sheer, you're going to go a little bit longer than 145. Is this okay? Uh, I could go 150. All right, 150. Nice, nice, nice. All right, we got to talk a little bit about a U of A football right here. You Big 12 fans out here, here's what you can expect from U of A football. But first, Four Peaks. Here's the deal with the Four Peaks movement right here. Arizona's big men are known as the Four Peaks around here. And it wasn't a nickname that they asked for, but it was a nickname that was given to them. And it was given to them by me. So here's the deal. Four Peaks is also the official brew of PHNX Sports. Check it out. Uh, check out Four Peaks Brewer, Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. Okay. Uh, Arizona football. Um, a couple things that we have. Uh, a couple things that we have noticed here is that, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Uh, Montana Lamonius Craig. You understand now. Why Jed Fish said, yes, I have other good wide receivers, but I am also going to bring him in here as well. He has been absolutely fantastic. And you said that you wouldn't be surprised if he caught for more yards than Dorian Singer. I could see that. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, it's a, you know, it, it it's very noticeable right away. Like the first day we saw him, I think his first catch was uh, between two defensive backs. Then he had another catch where he mossed a defender. He just jumped over him and got up. Right. He is super talented. And actually, one of the things that impressed me was he he didn't run a route correctly uh, yesterday. And Jed Fish called him over, talked to him, then had him run the route again, and he ran it perfectly. And I know that sounds like, oh, he's just listening to coaching. That doesn't happen all the time, and especially for a veteran guy. He's, he's going to be really good. He looks like an NFL-type player. Yeah, I mean, he's got the size. I think he, he's actually bigger than a more muscular built, better than I thought he might have been. All right, and Sheer likes his muscular, better built wide receivers right yeah. there. That is for sure. All right, Robert Polito. Everybody was wondering what exactly was going to happen in guard. I have the answer for you. It's going to be him. <laughs> he's starting. I mean, oh, right. Raymond, excuse me, Raymond. Blah. It's It's pretty crazy when you think about it. He wasn't here in the spring. Right. So basically, you're taking the summer weight program and three practices. That's how long it took for him to become the starter next to Jonah. That side of the offensive line 
Polito next to Jonah is insane. Right. And again, he's another guy too. And I do apologize. His father's name's Robert. I've been uh, uh, texting back and forth with him. Obviously though, Raymond, this, this coaching staff knew that, um, this coaching staff knew exactly what they were going to be, what they were getting into right here. By the way, forward-thinking trucker said these guys aren't understanding why the Pac-12 didn't get a TV deal. It's because they play trash football. They aren't any good when stepping out of the soft conference, parading Utah like that. No, we've given you the Big Twelve. Let's be honest here: the Big Twelve and the Pac-12 are very, very comparable in football, especially when you go with rankings. You got teams like Oregon that are going in and beating Ohio State. So again, I'm not going to let the Pac-12 get beat up right there. Um, obviously you got some marquee programs, basketball, you guys are awesome. It is the best conference going by a mile. So we need to be very clear about that. Jason Shear. Yeah. I think both conferences in football are top heavy, like USC, Oregon, Washington, Utah, Utah. very strong. You know, the top four in the big 12 are strong. There's also some bad teams, right? Uh, I'm excited for big 12 football. I think there's a, there's going to be a lot more parity. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, so on the offensive line, you're good because you got five guys right there that are going to um, – they're good. Now, I think Josh Baker is probably the least talented of it, but he's at least solid right here. Um, and uh, so we'll go, we're going to – we'll go with that. There's not a lot of depth right there. Well, now we need to talk about the secondary. Genesis Smith at one somewhere – some way, some form, he's going to start this year as a freshman safety. And once he starts, he will not come out of the lineup. That is my prediction there, Jason Shear. To me, that's the biggest. The defensive line, it's going to rotate no matter who starts. I don't really view that as a competition because everyone's going to play. Safety to me is the big one because Genesis Smith and Isaiah Taylor are playing the same position right now. And I think Genesis Smith might have a leg up on him. But right. to me, the best two safeties on the field – or Isaiah Taylor and Genesis Smith. So I'm wondering if they eventually say, you know what, let's try Isaiah Taylor at the other safety spot. Um, Genesis Smith is just different. He's longer and more athletic than any of the other safeties. He's got to get a little stronger like any freshman, but uh, that kid is good. Like He was underrated nationally. We agree on this year. Yeah, well, we agree with that when he committed, like before camp even started. And, and the Arizona staff did too because they, I mean, they loved him. He was the top safety on their entire board. Right, right. So there, that's kind of where we're at with that. Now, when it comes to the uh, when it comes to other parts of the defense, obviously, I think with Taylor Upshaw, you're going to see him. I think you're probably uh, probably hoping that he can have a Hunter Eccles type approach in that you're he's not going to be an All American, but if I can get five to six sacks out of you, I will take that every single day of the week. Yeah, I mean, he looks the part. The great kid. Uh, coaches love him. You know, he, he's practiced. I, there hasn't been one practice where he stood out as playing poorly, um, just consistent, you know. And, and like you mentioned, if you get a handful of sacks and some consistent pass rush out of him, uh, you're golden. All right. Now, before uh, – whoa, one other thing right here. And then uh, because Shear's got to be off by 150, or a 155, you said. Correct, Shear? Yeah, you're living that single life. I got kids. I got bills. Oh, no. Okay. So now I know I can take you till 155 because it's not a hard deadline right here. All right. (laughs) Pins and aces. By the way, our buddy Ben White's going to be into town for the first game. You're going to be hanging out with us. Oh, thank God. Buffalo spot. Here we come. Buffalo spot. Here we go. Oh, you owe me a Buffalo spot because you said if Arizona went to the Big 12, you would pay for a Buffalo spot. That's true. I did. All right. Now you might see Sheer and you might say, man, that dude's cool. You might see me and you might say that dude's not cool. 
You're right on both of them. Pins and Aces, though, is here to help people like myself that are not cool. Check out pinsandaces.com and use code PHNX to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of PHNX and All City right there. All right. Go ahead, Chico. I was going to say, just because we got people from all next to the wood. So uh, Iowa State AD Jamie Pollard just went on uh, radio and said that the Big 12 is done. There's no money. The Big 12 is done expanding. Uh, the network has said we're not paying for any more schools. And you know what? I'm fine with that. Yeah, me too. I'm cool with that. Works for me. I, I'm more than cool with that because, again, even though I feel bad for Oregon State, I don't want to throw a lifeline there. I mean, we don't have to throw a lifeline. It's not our fault that they aren't as cool as the other kids. Sorry, Connor Johnson, wherever you are. But I would like to get rid of uh, ASU, and I would welcome in Oregon State in a heartbeat. I will put it to you like that. Um even basketball only school. Yeah, it sounds like even basketball only schools. Aaron Torres, I do I do feel bad for you on that. All right, now, um, right now we do believe. Let's let's talk about the old Pac-12 South. I do know that is not the uh, it's not around anymore. I don't care for somebody that is all over the place like me. It helps me uh, put things into uh, focus right here. Uh, the old Pac-12 South, I believe. I'm going to go out on a limb right here, Sheer. I believe Arizona is going to be the third best team in the Pac-12 South. I believe it's going to be better than UCLA. I believe it's going to be better than Colorado. And I believe it's going to be better than ASU. Look, Mike, we have a saying, all right? If you didn't back the A before when times were tough, don't back the A now. Right. Right. And that's where we are. I'm back in the A. I agree with you. I think UCLA has questions. Uh, I realize that Dante Moore and, and Garbers are solid quarterbacks, but a freshman quarterback is still a freshman quarterback. Uh, ASU, who knows with them, you know, Colorado, et cetera. I'm, I'm with you. I think, I think Arizona's right strongly in the middle of the Pac-12 South. All right. We'll agree on that. Now we got to get a little bit of basketball info before we get off right here. Uh, Sheer, Arizona's heading off to Israel. You are, you're going to admit that you were wrong on KJ Lewis and that KJ Lewis is going to be a problem for the U of A. Yeah, I mean, look, there's a long way to go, but I, I think there's a very real chance that Lewis plays some minutes as a freshman. I'm not saying he's going to be a superstar or anything. Um, I actually think he's more athletic than people think. He gets off the ground very, very fast. His shooting has to come around. That's his biggest issue right now, but he rebounds, he defends, he's athletic. A lot of times you're going to get a, a spot for him. I'll say this, too, and before getting him starting a whole new thing, K.J. Lewis would have been the perfect Sean Miller player. He would have been the perfect Sean Miller player. The offense isn't really that important. Defense, athleticism, all that. And I'm not saying he's not good for Tommy Lloyd. He will be. His offense just kind of has to come around a little bit more. All right. But you do admit you were likely wrong on KJ. Lewis. Yes. Yeah, I was okay. likely wrong. Right. By the way, Bone Thugs and Harmony, greatest rap group of all time. I don't disagree with that, by the way. It's the first of the month. All right. Now, <laughs> wow. that, was, that was good. Um, I have that clip. Never do that again. Just never do that again. Look into my eyes and tell me what it is you see. Our very good stuff. No surrender. All right. Now, Montius Crevis, uh, my guy, Frank Caliendo, my eyes on the inside right there said this guy is really, really, really good. Um, he is going to play this year and he is going to be the starting center after this year. Jason Shear, he's very good. Yeah, so I had a chance to go watch practice the other day, and within a minute, this dude posts his man up from like 12 feet out and then turns around and hits a fadeaway jumper from the baseline. And I was like, all right, I'm good. Welcome to the NBA. Let's see how long you're in Arizona. 
we're good. Like 7-1 doing that. Uh, he's awesome. I mean, he's going to play this year. It wouldn't surprise me at all if by the end of the year he's getting just as many minutes as, as Umar Bala. By the way, McMuffin, we really appreciate you. Baylor fan, back in the A for your final Pac-12 season. We need all hands on deck right here because we're all excited outside of ASU people to be joining the Big 12. You know what I'm also excited about, Sheer? Factor meal kits. All right. Now, for somebody like myself that's trying to stay in shape, when you're in Tahoe and you've got a lot of bad food options, you know what the better option is? Factor meal kits right there. All right. Now, here's the deal. Head to factormealkits.com slash phnxwildcats50 and use phnxwildcats50 to get 50% off. Again, that's code phnxwildcats50 at factormealkit.com slash phnxwildcats50 to get 50% off. Sheer was very good for me. I don't know how to, I don't know how to cook. I don't know how to do anything, really. This came ready for me. It was there for me when I needed it. I suggest Factor Meal Kits here. I see you have something to say. Yeah, no BS. My parents just ordered this like yesterday. I wish you would have told me the code. Oh, yeah, PHNX Wildcats 50. You should. I know. I'm going to tell them. Maybe maybe they didn't order it, but they they were absolutely talking about this yesterday. All right. Well, again, Factor Meal Kits. Check it out right there. Again, PHNX Wildcats 50. You all deserve it right there. Uh, basketball updates, Cord. We were uh, we uh, we just gave you a few basketball updates, but um, these. Oh, I'm excited. These games are going to be. We're going to be able to stream these games here. Yeah, there's some word that I know. The one in Israel against Israel Select is absolutely being streamed online. Who there's are you rooting game. for in the Israel game? Be honest. A tie. I want it to be tied. Uh, but <laughs> the other games, they're working on. I, I don't want to get people excited, but basically, Team USA is in the same spot as Arizona and Kansas State. There's a possibility these games could make their way on, like, ESPN+. Plus. All right. Oh, by the way, Dennis Walsh says, Mo Murda, Mo Murda, come again. By the way, Sheer, he wants you to unblock him on Twitter. Dennis Walsh. Dennis Walsh, that's for you. Dennis Walsh asked me to ask you to unblock him. Uh, he's not blocked. He's or, muted. Or, what, or whatever it is. <laughs> Don't pull the Tony Altimore thing. By the way... We're going to Tony Altimore is going to be eating his crow next week on this show right here. He's going to be eating the is Michael Crow. Michael Crow. That's what I was going to say. He's going to be eating his Michael Crow. Right. All right. Unblock Dennis Walsh right now. Do as you're told. All right. Sheer, where can they find you? Uh, causing all kinds of problems. Wildcatauthority.com, Wildcat Scoop Podcast with my wife Shelby and at Jason Sheer on Twitter. By the way, uh, Jason, please remove those. Uh, by the way, replace those blown out lights. There's no blown outlets. Oh, oh, you're being called out by a forward thinking trucker right there. No, my lights are fine. They're all right. Off. Either way. It's all uh, lights are in the eye of the beholder. All right. Again, <laughs> Sheer, one last time, where can they find you? Uh, Wildcat Authority and at Jason Shear on Twitter and, and fixing Michael Luke's roof later on today. Well, uh, you got over well over $10,000 worth of uh, free money you can give me here, Sheer. All right. Mm-hmm. For, for Jason Shear, I'm Mike Luke. Jakob Franklin, behind the scenes, future Arizona basketball recruit, back in the A right there. We appreciate all of you guys. We will be back with you tomorrow. We're going to have a Baylor guy on right here from 365 Sports. They're all good people. All right. Until then, as uh, they say on Winnie the Pooh, TTFN, ta-ta for now.